Hello and welcome to Biology to Healthcare, My Journey. Uh, today we're talking about uh, COVID. Uh, we're analyzing the effects of population vaccination rates on the length of SARS-CoV-2 outbreak. So this is a little bit different of a podcast. I don't know how I'm going to go about this right now, but as of right now, I'm just going to read it. Uh, I may stop halfway through and just explain depending on how it's going. But um, what it is, it's a article that I wrote in, in school uh, that explains how vaccination rates affect the um, length of a COVID outbreak. Um, so it's very, very intricate. It's very, very complicated. Uh, I highly recommend reading it instead of listening to it if you're interested in this. Um, but I'll try my best to walk through it, maybe stop halfway and explain after each paragraph of what's going on. Uh, but yeah, let's begin. Uh, again, before I start, just head over to mybiologyexperience.com. Subscribe if you aren't. Uh, you'll get emails of immediately when we post these podcasts come out a lot later than the blog. So if you want to get up-to-date information, uh, subscribe there. Um, yeah, and check us out on our media page. On Instagram, we post uh, every single day. Uh, daily posts of just interesting facts about animals and nature and biology and all that stuff. Same thing on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. Uh, and medium. So go check us out. So let, let's begin. So the abstract. So the abstract is the overall overall view of this entire paper. SARS-CoV-2 is a global lethal disease that is highly virulent. Its classification as a pandemic has left people distressed about when it might end or when all the vaccines will be administered. There was also a concern with the reduction of people inclined to obtain immunity via vaccination in the height of the pandemic. It is unknown when herd immunity will begin for SARS-CoV-2, but there, uh, but if there were to be an increase in the number of people depending on it, it can increase the length of the pandemic. From a simulation of the United States population, it was found that as you increase vaccination against SARS-CoV-2 in a population, the length of the outbreak increases, and when the population surpasses an 80% vaccination rate, the outbreak period decreases at a significant rate. This was due to herd immunity suppressing the rate of vaccination so the virus cannot disseminate to susceptible individuals. The experiment's data rejected the initial hypothesis that as vaccinations increase, the outbreak period will decrease and was proven with statistical analysis. This experiment was incapable of accurately identifying the vaccination rate and when the herd immunity began to overpower virulence. Subsequent measurements would be necessary to find this information. So again, if you just heard that all, the overview of this entire paper was that at 80% vaccination rate, uh, the length or, or how long a um, pandemic for COVID-19, based on its virulence, how fast it spreads and uh, how, you know, how fast it kills people, um, is it decreases at 80% vaccination rate. And that's in the perfect simulation. That's not a real world. I would expect it to be higher in a real, uh, real world situation. And this is all from simulation. So uh, this isn't real world data. So introduction, vaccinations are medical treatments that are used to weaken bacteria, viruses, or RNA to trigger an immune response to generate antibodies that can be defend that can defend against the disease in the future. Vaccines against influenza, rubella, poliomyelitis, and varicella zoster prevent global commun uh, communities from contracting deadly diseases. This is why there has been such a rush to develop and distribute vaccines for SARS-CoV-2, a coronavirus that causes an acute respiratory illness, fever, and death. 
The virus uses the respiratory tract to spread through water droplets and sneezes, coughs, and uh, con conversations within six feet. SARS-CoV-2 is a variation of MERS-CoV and SARS-CoV, both coronavirus respiratory diseases that were seen in 2012 and 2002. In March of 2020, the World Health Organization, the WHO, declared this virus as a pandemic, leading to countries and businesses competing to manufacture a vaccine while citizens took shelter. From May 2020 to October 2020, there was a 21% decrease of people willing to receive the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine. This decrease can be attributed to the rush of vaccine, safety concerns, and social and political ideas. Decreasing the willingness to get vaccinated can lead to more deaths, longer outbreak period, and resurfacing of the virus in the future. A major reason people did not want to receive the vaccine was because of herd immunity, the dependence of immune uh, and vaccinated individuals to stop the spread of infectious diseases. However, fundamental education of why individuals should, shouldn't depend on herd immunity shows about a 7.3 increase in the number of people willing to be vaccinated. It is also demonstrated that there is a general increase in the willingness to receive vaccinations for influenza and SARS-CoV-2 when stressing the pro-social uh, pro uh, effects and importance of Im uh, immunization. This is what the United States and many organizations began to do by the end of the year uh, 2020. Uh, interest and willingness of inoculation increased by 10% and uh, disinterest decreased by 6%. Uh, all viruses have different means of transportation, infection, and lethality. These variables are known as properties of the virus and play a huge role in the severity of the illness. SARS-CoV-2 has an incubation period of 2 to 14 days with 95% of patients suffering symptoms before 12.5 days and on average symptoms appearing within 4 to 5 days. The infectious period of the time of an individual can, um, or the time that an individual can infect others is 10 days and the mortality rate is about 3.4% as of June 2020. Different infection and mortality rates result in organizations such as the United States government setting different vaccination goals for different diseases. The United States seeks to vaccinate 70% of the aggregate population yearly against influenza. Other diseases like rubella have around a 93% vaccination rate in schools to accomplish herd immunity. With numerous vari uh, variables that affect the spread of disease, it is essential uh, to interpret the effects of vaccinations and decisions people are making in a pandemic. This experiment will focus on the effects of vaccination rates in the population where SARS-CoV-2 is prevailing, specifically the relationship between vaccination rates of a population and length of an outbreak. It is predicted that, is, uh, that if you increase the number of people vaccinated in a population, then the length of the outbreak of SARS-CoV-2 will decrease. The hypothesis of uh, that, as you increase the number of vaccinated individuals, you decrease the number of individuals capable of being infected and in turn reduce the number of individuals that can spread the virus. Determining the vaccination rate needed to reduce the time of the outbreak can help predict the duration of the pandemic. It will also be significant for future predictions of how SARS-CoV-2 might spread after vaccine rates begin to plateau and establish an equilibrium. Finding information like this will aid communities around the world in regards to a return to normalcy. So that was just the introduction. It's basically just explaining the background. Uh, the major things you should take from this is that uh, with education, um, the people are more willing by 10% to become vaccinated and disinterest to become vaccinated decreases by 6%. So that is a major thing right there. Uh, let's look through the paper again and see if there's anything else. 
Um, the other big thing is that variables of um, viruses, excuse me, uh, variables of viruses, things such as how infectious it can be, how deadly it is, all determines how what the vaccination goal is. So influenza isn't as serious as polio. Nearly everyone has the polio vaccine, um, but uh, influenza doesn't make you go paralyzed. Uh, so people aren't as worried as it. So the vaccination goal is less than that. Um, so, you know, there's just different things that go into, uh, go into account for it. So let's talk about the materials and methods. To properly conduct this experiment, a computer with internet was required as well as a place using, uh, used to log quantitative data. Microsoft Excel was used during this experiment to log data and calculate means, standard deviations, T-tests, and ANOVA tests. An internet connection was used to access the virus outbreak simulator for the U.S. Um, independent, dependent, and constant variables were identified and set before the experiment, uh, as seen in Table 1. Table 1 is uh, in the paper if you want to go take a look. The independent variable is the vaccination rate of the simulation population. This is regulated by using a slide bar under the Properties tab. The dependent variable are the length of the outbreak and the population's death, sickness, carrier, and uninfection rates, uninfected rates. The constants include keeping virulence at 50%, lethality at 5%, incubation period of 5 days, and infection time of 9 days. No containment and maintaining the virus as coronavirus. Each vaccination condition was tested one at a time with a total of 10 trials per vaccination rate. To conduct a trial, the operator needed to make sure all cons uh, constants were accurate. When checked, the stimulation began by pressing the start button. The stimulation was then let run till completion. And the outbreak duration at the top of the screen was then logged into, the tr uh, into that trial. To initiate another trial, the operator needed to press the reset button and reassure all constants are the same before commencing the uh, subsequent trial. After all the trials were collected, the mean and standard deviation was calculated and graphed to test statistical significance between different vaccination rates in a population. The ANOVA test was conducted to determine this due to there being more than two conditions. The ANOVA test provides F values and P values that were then used to reject or accept the null hypothesis. If the F value is greater than the F critical value, then one can reject the null hypothesis. If the P value is less than 0.05, then one can accept the alternative hypothesis. All right, so that was a bunch of gibberish, I will admit. Uh, materials and methods is basically just uh, explaining what you're doing, step-by-step -step instruction of how to conduct the experiment. Um, basically, reading to you meant nothing, but I read it anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Um, let's go into the results. So let's go into the, you know, the, the, the gist of it. The sample population included 327 million uninfected individuals and 55,000 infected individuals. The first trial conducted and was a population with a 0% vaccination rate and produced an average outbreak time of 98 days. This was the second shortest total outbreak time behind the population with a vaccination rate of 95% with an average time of 24.8. You know, I'm not going to read the results because, again, it's another gibberish thing. Which is stating all the things that we think is a bunch of numbers, but stuff. It doesn't explain it. It um it just states it. So I'm gonna go to conclusions instead. If you want to re read the results, uh, to further look into this paper, there's some cool graphs in here, um, that show my results from this experiment that I conducted. Uh, statistical analysis graphs, bars graphs, and stuff like that. Uh, go right ahead and head over to my biology experience. This is blog post number twenty eight. Um, so just head into the blog section and see it there. I'm just going to read the conclusion uh, for the sake of, you know, just uh, discussion, excuse me, uh, for the sake of the podcast. 
Uh, it was predicted that as vaccinations increase in population against SARS-CoV-2, the duration of the outbreak would decrease. The experiment conducting rejected uh, the conducted rejected the hypothesis as proven by the ANOVA test. Receiving an F value much greater than the F critical meant that the null hypothesis was rejected, and the extremely small P value supported the statement. Instead, as vaccination rates increased, the duration of the outbreak increased until 80%, where, the, uh, where there was a significant decline. Observations of the uh, cyclical pattern in which the virus spreads can explain the reasons for the, an increase in the duration of outbreak and a rapid decrease at 80%. After an 80% vaccination rate, the cyclical pattern begins to disappear because of fewer individuals being able to tra uh, transmit the, uh, the virus. The vaccinated and immune individuals establish a barrier that limits the spread of SARS-CoV-2, which represents herd immunity. Though this is represented in the experiment, it works to some degree. The virus still possesses the ability to reach non-immune uh, persons. If more people begin to, uh, to be not vaccinated and depend on herd immunity, viruses will spread more easily. Herd immunity is the cause of prolonged duration outbreak as vaccines, vaccinations approach 80% and the sharp decline after 80%. Vaccination rates were not at a high enough rate to prevent the spread of the virus completely, only limit who can be infected. This led to an increased time in infection between individuals and an increased total time of the outbreak. After 80%, there is a point at which herd immunity starts to overpower the infectivity of SARS-CoV-2 and results in the decline of the outbreak period. This point can be found by using similar experiments in the future. Herd immunity is also the cause of the decrease in size of uh, the outer ring of pattern. As vaccination rates increase, the time between infected persons decreases. This decreases the rate at which the virus can travel, resulting in decreasing the outer layer ring width. The data collected supports the idea of inoculation of SARS-CoV-2 vaccine. If more people begin to depend on herd immunity and not get vaccinated, it will result in a longer outbreak period. If another 21% decrease of willingness to be vaccinated were to happen again, it will result in an outbreak period of twice the time based on the data collected from the simulation. For this reason, organizations and individuals need to uh, spread fundamental information on the pro-social and individual benefits of vaccinations because the set 7.3% Increase in aggregate willingness to be vaccinated can push the population past the 80% threshold. Uh, yeah, that's all. Uh, that was a little bunch of gibberish. This podcast, I'm going to admit, was not the best one. Uh, so if you're listening to this for the first time and somehow you made it to the end here, uh, this is not what we usually do. Um, this is purely an academic paper. Um, it's not for entertainment, I'm going to say. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in seeing some papers that are not, uh, academic and more fun and you learn something that's like real world relevant instead of listening to a paper I wrote, um, go over to mybiologyexperience.com, uh, head over to the blog section. You can check out all of them there. But instead of that, subscribe to mybiologyexperience.com or you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, uh, you know, all the sites, uh, Twitter, Facebook, I think I already said LinkedIn, uh, just look up my biology experience and we should be the logo with the uh, green little plant. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys so much and we hope to spread some more branches with y'all.